Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Hi. Hello. I feel like we haven't talked for ages. Why is that? <laughs> Time is just evaporating. <laughs> it is. I'm very excited to get here tonight, though. Um, yeah, me too. That's one of the joys of my week. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Why don't you start us off highs and lows? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Highs and lows. I'm gonna start with my my low. Um. I had a really really tough week hormonally going through this cycle of yeah um it started like pms symptoms started a week early a week and a half early or than what was supposed to be on my schedule which then ended up being forcing everything to come a week early and i wasn't expecting it so it was very rough cycle this time around i've been keeping track and it's like we were good for a few cycles and it was predictable. And then all of a sudden this one out of nowhere was just monstrous. Um, spam. <laughs> yeah. So now I have to keep note and then like try and look back now to see when was the last monstrous one and compare those. So I have my work cut out for me and analyzing <laughs> my stuff. But it helps me prepare for the next round. So I, I love doing that and knowing so I can be a little bit more predictable, <laughs> my attitude wise. Um, let's see. Hi. You would think this is the easy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, right before coming on here, Linda, I just, it wasn't a rage clean. It was a taking advantage of an empty house, hyper-focus, organize the kids. Wow. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Declan was dropped off at his at my parents camping for the night, and I came home and you know yep. music went Just on. Got stuck in. Let's yep. do. It. I love those moments, and you hadn't overthought it and overanalyzed it like you are with you. Yeah, uh-huh. right now. Cluttered <laughs> from one run to the next. So I was like, okay, this needs to be switched over here, and it was. Like, <laughs> So great i was so happy i was like this is self-care when it's not manic <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just pulled all the stuff out from under the couch and oh it's like this huge pile now in the lounge room there you go that's a bit of a low <laughs> it's like there's clean wash well once was clean washing and toys and and apple cores and just like oh my gosh it's not a huge couch it's only a smallish two-seater couch and somehow it's got all the things and I think I remember Quinn playing a game the other day about rabbits and burrows and holes and so I think he was putting all these things after the couch (laughs) going into the burrow (laughs) yeah I'm like well that's so creative but (laughs) 
how can we do this differently? Right. <laughs> uh, um, and hi, um, getting back into a bit more movement this week. Um, riding my bike. I walked to school with the kids this morning, um, which the dog always enjoys, and just I found a free Apple Watch, which apparently wasn't syncing or pairing. I haven't had any problems with it so far, so it keeps me on track a bit more because it's in my face in front of me. This is how many hours you've slept or not yeah. slept or this is, this is your heart rate and this is your steps for the day and all those things. So, yeah, yeah it's really important to get moving a little bit more. It just it helps. It's self-care at its finest for me and I know the days that I don't do as much of that definitely feel a lot more stuck and definitely think, yeah, it's an important part of what I need to do right now. Mm. Yep. And I'm also wondering if we're going a little bit in sync because I've also had my, had my red patch this week. It's so <laughs> funny. I have another friend who's like, I think we're getting in sync. I'm like, I barely see you, but okay. <laughs> but one interesting thing is that I've learned, and it's not like, I don't know, it's it's proven, it's not proven, it's not proven, it's not proven, whatever, how the menstrual cycle syncs up with the new moon phases, and that, and that's just what happens to also have happened on the same day that I started it, so it's like, oh, okay, maybe that's why things were a little bit rougher for my mm. go around because mm -hmm. I finally synced up with that or something where all of us are syncing up. Maybe it's a mercury retrograde for women right now kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My, mine used to be very much in line with the moon. I used to know that if there's a new moon, that would be the time of the month and then you know, pregnancy and not having it for months and that sort of thing. It's, it's changed now, but I, I wonder if it will sort of sync back up again. Yeah. Um as well because very interesting when I learned about that. And that was like at the beginning of my um involvement with like getting so understanding of my cycle. And I learned that first. And that kind of really helped understand the PMS week and timing that out with the hormones, especially with the rage postpartum yep. and yep. we started seeing the ebb and flow of when that would come and noticing it mm -hmm. was the week before and yep. that's how that's that part of the cycle of understanding that is what cleared that up for us and figuring out how my hormones would start really messing around mm -hmm. based on that cycle mm -hmm. which is so yeah. interesting yeah it's it's fascinating because we know estrogen in particular <clears throat> Um, so that's the hormone that influences things like dopamine and serotonin and all of those other signals that are constantly sent to our brain. And you can really experience a lot of that mental and emotional load if you, you've got those estrogen levels which are dipping and flowing. And, you know, it's like a flip-flop of emotion sometimes, which, you know, is closely, I'm sure, aligned with the hormone surges 
Yeah. Especially during pregnancy and postpartum and while breastfeeding or like there's so many factors of that as well. And I've been editing and the, doing the production for a few of the midlife podcasts at the moment. Oh, nice. So yeah. I've been able to learn a bit more about estrogen and all the all those things in menopause and perimenopause and how how long we go through perimenopause sometimes and the new research and mm. everything else that's coming into that now because it can be years that we go through the perimenopause stage, whereas yeah. menopause itself is indicated more like the moon, like a date when your cycle starts or ends. And then 12 months from that date, you sort of considered that you you menopausal or um you know entered that next phase and stage so it's really interesting to think about because hormones themselves they they they're necessary e- even though we we often see them as this evil <laughs> <laughs> yes. evil sort of <laughs> you only recognize the evil ones it feels like <laughs> <laughs> Like the, the the hormones do actually play an important role on oh, yeah. on development and reproduction and you know all all of those drives that help us you know with our adrenal glands and all, all sorts of stuff like that. And while I don't know the ins and outs of a lot of that, I'm definitely not medically minded. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's important to think about how those hormones are impacting. Things like our motivation for self-care or ability to concentrate or, you know, do physical exercise or all of those things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So as you've been tracking along the years, have you noticed certain mm, dips in your output um, at different times of month? Let's talk a little bit about that for a second. Oh, I feel like I usually have like two really good weeks that like that's normal life. <clears throat> and then it's like hell week, like when you were in high school and you had to do hell week for sports. <laughs> it was just the worst. That's what that reminds me. Of. <laughs> it's like boot camp for. <laughs> yeah, like a beep test. <laughs> um, yep. And then there's just, you know the active week of you just being not wanting to do anything and that's where my Mm -hmm. output dips big Mm. time and I get such a funk it's like okay there's the period depression in full force let's not do anything and get up off the couch no effort at all to put into absolutely anything and ironically enough this week when it happened was the two days that Declan insisted on going out for a walk (laughs) and so I had to give in and I'm like pouty face walking but we did it (laughs) yeah Mm. Yeah, and I'm more inclined more inclined to reach for sugar and starch and all of those snacky type things just to give me a burst and I know it is a burst Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it's short-lived and then I feel like worse afterwards, like nearly every time. 
I usually get a text, what can I bring home for you? And it's most times ice cream, please. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Drop off a pint of ice cream and I'll be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Self-care, right? (laughs) (laughs) For me anyway. (laughs) My my unusual, not so unusual. I just feel like there's so many factors that feed into that, though, in those those hormone fluctuations. So we're led to believe, I think, societally, from a systemic point of view, that we work and have the same output regularly, daily, weekly. Maybe we've got a weekly schedule where we have a day where we work more than we work others um, due to daycare commitments or just life. And so many of us are trying to be consistent because consistency pays off a lot. I'm, you know, I, I know that, you know that. We, we know that it's important as well. Yet when we can't maintain the same level that we could when we were in that two-week bam, 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 when we're in a funk and we can't maintain that level. Sometimes it's easy to fall into that head talk of like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Like, especially if you maybe you do have a period that's that's like come up unexpectedly or you might plan out a little bit of your work time around. Yeah. So what are you around what you know to guard yourself from those lows? Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Yeah. And I think that's where something like the sticky note time can really help because you know that you've got certain ones that take a little bit more bandwidth than others or a little bit more concentration than others. And when you're in that foggy hormone type hormone, hormone. Yes, where we like to moan (laughs) (laughs) a lot. Um, that's actually quite accurate yeah, it's really, that was yeah complete accidental fluke but sort of works so where we like to moan a lot um what do you do to counteract that especially if people around you don't know always what's going on they, they don't always know where your cycle's at if right. they're a work colleague or someone that you you know you, you don't live with or see or have that sort of relationship with there needs to be some adjustment I think there too definitely is and I agree with you sticking out time gives you that flexibility to taking the things that are going to be either more routine or maintenance things that you're not having to find the bandwidth to come up with a brand new idea or figure out your your wording to get across without it being crisscrossed somewhere because you're just not all into what you're doing for the moment. Um, I think even planning like, well, this week happened to have a lot of rain. So we had to stay inside for a lot of the time and no outside plays. So I had to come up with things where I could be like, I'm just sitting on the couch and you can play. So I even had to plan our time inside after work, according to how I was feeling because the efforting was not there on those days yeah and that's when you need to find some more of those small wins because there's so much of our concentration is 
driven in a way by dopamine and those those wins that we we can find and so maybe a win is simply being able to have a cup of tea or sleeping in for 10 minutes or something like that rather than needing the bigger 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 ones um in those times as well yeah i think we can sort of spend a little bit more of our bandwidth trying to focus on the work responsibilities we might have on those days where we find ourselves exhausted when we get out of those Mm. uh, parts of our day and moving on where sometimes Mm. the win is just that you didn't blow up afterwards at whatever might have gotten you to a point Mm -hmm. because your bandwidth was shot and like that I'll take and you know go to bed thankful that you know I actually made it through the day without blowing up at somebody or yeah like, <laughs> um, you know that was guarded I guarded everybody and still didn't exhaust or exert myself to a point mm-hmm. of breakdown yeah um but I mean when we think about hormones and self-care it looks different I think depending on where we're peaking maybe our estrogen is peaking or those sort of things where for me in those times I do just want to eat a whole block of chocolate or a tub of ice cream or something like that but then at other times in the month if I did that it doesn't it wouldn't actually be self-care it would be more like now I feel rotten now it's just actually set me on a sugar high and now I'm coming down and or there's more guilt maybe like, why do we feel less guilty about having ice cream? On <laughs> when it makes our... us feel good when we're <laughs> suffering. <laughs> yep. Do you, do you feel more guilty having ice cream when you haven't got the, I don't want to say excuse, but, you know, the reason of this is my period week and this is the week that I can have ice cream. Do you yeah. feel less guilty, less guilty in that week than other weeks? Ah. <sighs> I, there's definitely been some that would have probably come up where I feel like I really shouldn't have eaten that, but I try mm. to pace myself with how much I eat <laughs> of my snacks <laughs> so I don't get to that point <laughs> mm. where I had just enough to be like, okay, that didn't bring me over the edge and I don't feel crappy about it, mm. but yeah, I, I get yeah. that. <laughs> I feel like we're not at the stage of being able to have ice cream safely in the house right now because like, Quinn gets into the freezer and then you find him in the kitchen with a spoon saying, yeah, but it's really yummy. Like, <laughs> all the, the big kids are just like, yeah, I'll make you I'll make you some ice cream, mum, and myself some and everybody else some. <laughs> yeah, Declan pitches a bit when I say no to ice cream. I'm like, if you can figure out how to open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Queen can. He can <laughs> open it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think that puts a good lid on this conversation for now oh. as well. <laughs> oh, I knew one thing that I want to make that I think would be really great for us to look into or even talk about mm. another time is how our food does match up in our cycle mm. and exploring that a little bit more because. I know we've got some other conversations going about this, but there's a lot more we can have. And I'd love to see how we can sync that up. Yep. 
that and our business with it. So Mm -hmm. anyway, yes, Mm -hmm. we're very right, Linda. I think it's a great spot for us to (laughs) conclude. (laughs) So until next week. We hope you can unstuck your muck. Mm -hmm. Bye for now. Bye.